Minister Jonathan Wilkinson, thank you very much for uh, joining me from Nairobi, Kenya. Um, th uh, welcome to Radio Canada International. Thank you very much. And now you're in Kenya because Canada is co-hosting a conference on the blue economy. B before we get, uh, get any further, just uh, can you explain to our readers and listeners, uh, what do you mean by blue economy? Sure. The blue economy, I mean, there's kind of two sides to the blue economy, but essentially oceans are an important economic generator and, and are going to be even more important economic generators in the future. But there are also areas where we have some very significant environmental challenges. Um, those relate to the, the sustainability of fishing um, in, in general. That's just overfishing in some areas of the world, but it's also illegal fishing, which is a huge problem for local communities on whom, um, you know, who depend on the fishery. It's about expanding tourism and recreational opportunities in the, in the oceans. It's about um, sustainable shipping. It's about offshore oil and gas done in a sustainable way. But as I say, there are challenges relating to the sustainability of the fishing industry, challenges with respect to climate change. There are huge challenges with respect to oceans plastics and how we're actually going to address all of those. And so the blue economy is trying to integrate the environment and the economy in a way where we can actually have conversations about how do we actually see the oceans and pursue the oceans as economic generators for all communities that border on the ocean, but do so in a manner that can be sustainable for us now and for future generations. Uh, tell me, what were your goals going into this uh, international meeting? Well, Canada was the um, president of the G7, as you know, this year. And one of the key areas that we focus on were oceans-related issues, sustainability issues relating to oceans plastic and sustainable fishing uh, with a focus on things like illegal, unregulated fishing. And, and so those were important conversations that we had with our partners in the G7. Um, but we wanted to ensure that this conversation is one that is global in scope. Uh, the challenges that we're facing are, are global in scope. And, uh, and some of the opportunities in the blue economy are things that are very important to the developing uh, world. And so we, uh, we worked with Kenya, who led the development of the conference, to uh, engage many countries in Africa, the, the small island developing states, states in the Caribbean, to start to broaden the conversation with respect to challenges and opportunities um, in the in the blue economy, and and I think the other piece of it is we were li really looking to try to force uh, or to, to find ways towards action. So you know enough discussion. We know what some of the issues are. How can we actually start to uh, to make progress? So what are some of the concrete things that came out of this uh, meeting? Well, I think uh, there were quite a number, um, and many many different states made commitments in terms of specific things they would do. Um, but part of it was. Um, pushing forward with some of the processes that are always already underway. So protected areas was, was a theme over the last couple of years in terms of countries meeting their HE targets, which we, we continue to support, and we called on, on folks to actually ensure that we meet those. And same thing with the, uh, the Commonwealth Blue Charter process. Um, there were specific issues that were talked about that people like the International Alliance for Ocean Acidification are working on. But in terms of specific things that Canada engaged in, um, we talked about... Uh, commitments that we made, funding commitments to the Decade of Ocean Science of about $10 million. We offered a million dollars to the Friends of the Ocean and the US, UN Special Envoy in the Oceans with a focus really on illegal fishing. And, and then we, we really looked at and heard some of the comments of people at the conference, mainly uh, many of the developing states who said, 
they needed some, some help with fisheries management, sharing of experiences and best practices. And so Canada has committed to setting up a knowledge hub, working with others who have relevant experience, to set up a knowledge hub where different states can learn from each other in terms of best practices with respect to fisheries management. We also recognize that there's capacity building that has to be required. And so we've made the offer that we will work towards exchanges of staff and information with various countries around the world to ensure that we're actually learning from each other and that we're able to transfer some of the knowledge that Canada has developed over many decades with respect to many of these issues. So what uh, the the conference is uh, has ended today if I understand correctly uh, what's yep. next uh, what's next for you uh, have you established any kind of goalposts to uh, check your progress against Yes um, so the conference just ended today it was enormously successful there were 17,600 delegates to the convention so it was a very large uh, large uh, conference um, what we have agreed with the Kenyans is that we will set up a bilateral mechanism to be able to start to track progress in different areas going forward. As I say, Canada has made a number of commitments. The funding commitments obviously are on the table, but there's a number of the commitments we made around um, knowledge, knowledge transfer and capacity building that we will be fleshing out and making public in terms of the progress that we would expect to see over the coming year or, couple, year or two. Great. Well, thank you very much. I really appreciate you taking the time to speak with me. No problem. Uh, it's it's a very important topic, and it's one that Canada is very proud to be playing a leadership role in the world on. So, 